Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. Hey, we're really happy with the growth of the podcast. You guys are awesome when it comes to supporting the podcast, telling people about it. Uh, There's a lot of different ways that you can support the podcast, even if it's not on a monetary uh, basis. You can help support the podcast in a number of different ways, uh, devoting uh, some time and effort. Uh, just like uh, you, you can do the same thing when it comes to like a political party or a candidate. Um, there's been many a time when I was not able to financially support a candidate, but what I could do is I could donate my time and my effort uh, toward that candidate and his campaign. And I've, uh, I've done that on many a, of an occasion. Uh, and you can do the same thing when it comes to the podcast or, or um, you know, candidates, uh, political parties, uh, um, uh, political movement, uh, whatever the case may be, your church. Um, and I, one, of the, one of the interesting things for me is to read some of the comments. We received a, a, a comment on iTunes, and I know there's a, you can get the podcast a number of different ways, iTunes being one of them. And you can leave comments there. And here's a comment from uh, EJB0007. <laughs> it says, uh, when people talk about common sense when dealing with social and spiritual issues, it sometimes means that we don't need to look too deep into that actual facts <laughs> and, and context of the issues being discussed. It assumes that there are answers that are easily arrived at by applying to a set of principles. If you want to fill your ears with easy answers and truisms that sound spiritual, then this is the podcast for you. And he gave us two stars. So <laughs> um, what, what, what this really, why it really struck my funny bone is that, you know, even though he, he gave us two stars, it really is quite a compliment. If you really look at it uh, here uh, at, at Uncommon Sense, we really hunt for the truth. I mean, that is the main thing that we want to do. We want to hunt for the truth. And, and we really want to know why we believe what we believe. Many people strive to know what they believe. You know, they're trying to find themselves or whatever the case may be. They want to know what they believe on certain issues and certain issues they don't really care. They're agnostic to, the, to, to an issue and they don't really care what they believe. What we want to do here is not just know what we believe, but we, know, we want to know why we believe it. And that is the, the hunt for the truth. Um, what, what used to be common sense, I mean, the, 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 the name of the podcast comes from the fact that, that everyone just understood. There was a time when, when a, a lot of people just understood uh, it, it to be true. So, you know, the, there, was, there was something that was common sense. Everybody just, just understood it to be true, uh, whatever the, the, the it was. And, and that's not so much the way that it is today. Uh, things are just not common sense to a lot of people. And so thus, the Uncommon Sense Podcast, uh, where we, uh, we, we do dig deep into what is true. And obviously, you know, EJB0007 doesn't want to dig uh, deep into truth. And uh, they, they just want to know, you know, wh- what they believe and, and, and go with it. 
but that's not what we do here. What we do here on this podcast is we dig deep into the truth, trying to understand why we believe what we believe. And, and, if, and if you listen to the podcast, whether it be on iTunes um, or, or Spotify or you know Anchor, whatever the case may be, there's, we're, we're on all of the different places that you would normally get podcasts from. iHeart uh, is another one. Um, if, if, if you listen to the podcast, would you consider supporting the podcast by going and leaving a five-star rating uh, and possibly even a comment? Uh, that would be very helpful. So let's get into today. Uh, enough of that. Um, and, and the podcast is, today is entitled, Why is Biden Trying to Take Your Guns Away? Uh, and, and I know it's kind of an incendiary kind of approach to this, but let's get into it and let's see why uh, I titled it that way. Uh, first of all, our Second Amendment says this, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay, so that's pretty straightforward when it comes to that the Second Amendment. Um, and, and the history of the Second Amendment is... Is kind of interesting. By by the logic of the 18th century, a, any society with a professional army could never be truly free, is what their thinking was. So um, I know we have a standing army today, but um, but it is a uh, but it is in effect held in check by people that have the right to 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 bear arms and and to keep those things. Um, it said the, the, the men in charge of, of an army uh, could be ordered to attack you know, the citizens themselves, uh, who unarmed and or unorganized would be unable to fight back. And we see that time and time again in history, where uh, one of the very first things that a dictator or um, you know, a communist regime or whatever the case may be, that wants this total control, over the their citizens, uh, kings even, uh, they the first thing they do is they try to get rid of as many guns and arms as they can in the hands of citizens, because then the army can go in and and and, and control that society without any kind of pushback. Um, this this was um, you know the, the the this whole idea of a society being uh, truly free from a, a professional and standing army. Uh, this this uh, this was why a well-regulated militia was necessary uh, to the security of a free state. Uh, to be secure, to be secure, a society needed to be able to defend itself, uh, to be free. Uh, it, it it could not exist merely at the whim of a standing army and its generals. The the only way to be both free and secure was the citizens to be armed. To, and to be organized and to be ready to, to defend uh, their society. Um, that was the crux of what the Second Amendment was really all about. And so let, let's also take a look at the Fourth Amendment here because it goes hand in hand in many ways. The Fourth Amendment says this, the right of the people to secure in their persons houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath 
or affirmation, and particularly described the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. So the history behind the Fourth Amendment is that the the Founding Fathers believed that freedom from government intrusion into one's home was, was really was a natural right, which is one that is granted from God, uh, and, and, a fundam- and really, really fundamental to liberty. Uh, during the colonial era, the, the King of England uh, looked at the American colonies as, as really simply a, a financial investment, uh, so to speak. Um, you know, Britain passed numerous uh, you know, revenue collection bills aimed at generating as much money from the, the colonists as possible. I mean, obviously, he, he just he put tax after tax and, and things on, on stuff. Uh, we, and we see, obviously, the, the spark plug uh, of the revolt being the Boston Tea Party, where the, you know, the tax was just so high on the tea that they just basically said, well, you know, we're not going to do it anymore. We're going to throw the tea into the harbor. Uh, obviously, the, the, the colonists resented the fact that the king had began um, to, to, to do this kind of stuff, and they began to smuggle and have these smuggling operations in order to you know, circumvent that, the, the custom taxes uh, um, that, that were imposed by the, the, the British crown. And in response to all of this, you know, the, the Boston Tea Party and the, and the, the uh, smuggling operations and all this, the King George began to use, um, and, and he began the use of the conventional words, writ of assistance. Now, this is kind of important here. These were legal search warrants that were extremely broad and general in scope, and British agents would obtain a writ of assistance to search anybody's property that they believed might contain contraband and, and, and goods. They would actually enter someone's prop, uh, property or home with no notice and without any reason. And agents would, would, would interrogate anyone about their use of, of custom you know, goods and, and force cooperation of any person. And, and these types of search and seizures became a, just an affront to the people of, of the colonies and and uh, they would literally even go into their homes uh, during um, the Revolutionary War and they would just seize the home and say you know what it is the the best good of everyone that we be here and we take over your personal property and so that this this was the history behind the Second Amendment and, and behind the Fourth Amendment so when I, I saw this um, this article um, and I was kind of tipped to it, and then I, I, I read a little more on it. Uh, this, this is kind of alarming. If, if, if you really look at it from a historical point of view, um, and, and, and this article here really, I, I, I thought, summed it up. And it, it's entitled, Biden Administration Presses Supreme Court to Let Police Enter Homes Without a Warrant and Seize Firearms. Now, this, is, uh, this was put out by the Daily Wire, and, and Ryan... Uh, Savendra uh, put this out on March 27th of this year, so just a few days ago. And he starts out this way. He says, Democratic President Joe Biden's administration pressed the U.S. Supreme Court to uphold a warrantless gun confiscation this week when the nation's top court heard oral arguments in the Contigua versus Strom case. The case then uh, started uh, after Edward Contigua uh, 68, got into an argument with his wife, Kim. 
Uh, and this was back in 2015 that ultimately ended up with the police seizing contiguous firearms. After uh, fighting with Kim, uh, Kim went uh, and stayed at a hotel and later contacted law enforcement from the hotel, uh, believing that her husband might hurt himself. Uh, she, she called him up and just said that, that she thought that he was uh, su- suicidal, actually, and knew that there was some firearms in the house. Uh, Ed, Ed, uh, Edward did not have a criminal record uh, or any history of self-harm, but she, she felt from the argument that this might be the case. And so uh, Forbes reported um, that still police were convinced that uh, Edward could hurt himself and insisted that he head to a local hospital for psychiatric evaluation after refusing and insisting that his mental health wasn't their business <laughs> uh, Edward agreed only after and this is important Edward agreed only after police falsely promised they wouldn't seize his guns while he was gone and so he he kind of had the idea that this this was going down this way and uh, he wasn't going to go he didn't think that it was any of their business and he was going to not not even uh, you know go to the hospital for this evaluation, but then when the police finally said, you know what, you know if it, uh, you know we we just want you to go, we want you to get checked out, we want everything to be safe, and and uh, and we're not going to seize anything, you're not going to seize your weapons or anything like that, and uh, and so he he finally consented and said okay, compounding though the dishonesty, the police then told Kim that Edward had consented to the confiscation. So they went back to her and said, hey, Edward said, hey, I want you to take my guns. <laughs> Believing the seizures were approved by her husband, then Kim led the officers to the two handguns the couple owned, which were promptly seized. And Even though Edward was immediately discharged from the hospital, police only returned the firearms after he filed a civil rights lawsuit against them. Okay, so let's stop here for a second and let's review. What is happening here is that these two got no fight. She went ahead and called the police thinking that, you know what, he might do harm to himself. They show up. They wanted him to go to the hospital for a psych evaluation. And he says, okay, but you can't go into my house and seize anything. They said, okay, that, let's, let's do it. And then they went to her and said, hey, he's, he said, okay, let's do it. Let, let's, let's take all the guns and things. And she says, okay. And she shows him where they are. And they, and they take, now again, he has no history here of this. They have no warrants. There's, and, and when they do see, seize his guns, they don't give them back. It's not like, you know, they, they immediately gave him back as soon as he, he got out of the hospital. He immediately got, a, got out of the hospital, was discharged, and, and said everything is fine, and they still held his guns. Now, again, this is what the Biden administration is fighting for. They're fighting for this type of thing to be legal and to be something that they, that they can do in the future. All right? They, the, uh, the article goes on and says police never claimed that their actions were in response to an emergency. So if you if you're telling if you're thinking to yourself right now, well, you know this was an emergency or you know this was this was a, a very dangerous situation and they had to you know do all this extraordinary type stuff to 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 calm everything down and make sure everything was okay. Well, that's not what the police ever claimed. 
The police never claimed that their actions were in response to an emergency or to prevent, you know, an, an imminent danger. Um, and instead argued, this, is, this was their argument. Instead, they argued that their actions were a form of, quote, community caretaking, unquote. This is important. I need you to get this, all right? This is what they argued. They argued that their actions, the taking of the guns, the going into the, to the residence without a warrant, the taking of the guns, and not giving them back even after the evaluation came back good, instead, they argued that their actions were to form a community caretaking type of operation. So, in other words, it didn't matter that this guy's rights and his wife were trampled on, that they that they were that that that, that they took their their guns away for no reason whatsoever. They they did not give them back. It, it wasn't for any kind of emergency or imminent danger type of scenario. They are taking these actions because of the community caretaking aspect of the case. Now, Forbes noted that the Biden administration urged the Supreme Court to say, because the Supreme Court, it's, this has gone to the Supreme Court now. This happened back in 2015. It's now to the Supreme Court. And, and the Biden administration urged the Supreme Court to side with the police, saying that, quote, the ultimate touchstone of the Fourth Amendment is reasonableness. That's what they said, reasonableness. And that the official warrants should not be presumably required when a government official's action is objectively grounded in a non-investigatory public interest, such as health or safety. I mean, this, this is, I know, a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo here, but what it's basically saying is that the, the Biden administration doesn't want to have warrants to come into your house and seize things that 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 the that they should be able just to go in for public health and safety type reasons whatever public health and safety means to them that it doesn't matter they can they can come up with any kind of public health or safety anything and they can come into your home and that's what they're pushing for even leftist ju uh, justice sonia sotomayor uh, appear, uh, appeared to ha uh, take issue with what happened Noting here, and this is, I mean, when she comes up with this, you, you know they're off base here. Uh, she said, quote, there was no immediate danger to the person threatened, uh, threatening suicide and no immediate danger to the wife because the suicide person was removed to a hospital. Sotomayor said that she did not have a problem with the man being forced to undergo the psychic evaluation and noted that the issue was police, quote, going into the home without attempt to secure consent from the wife and securing the gun and then keeping it indefinitely until a lawsuit was filed. She said, quote, the wife tried to get it back. He tried, he tried to get it back. Weeks and weeks went by, she, she noted. When, uh, when we permit police to search and seize without some standard, we run the risk of situations like this one repeating themselves is what she had to say. Now, I completely agree with her, and I don't agree with her oftentimes, but I would completely agree with her 
on this point. Now, Ford, Forbes separately reported that the risk fe uh, featured prominently in the uh, omnibus briefs filed by uh, gun rights advocates, uh, quote, expand, expansion of the community uh, caretaking exemption into the home will be used by police in jurisdictions with onerous and constitutionally questionable firearm restrictions to turn every call into a house in a search for guns under the pretext of helping those uh, the, those present. Uh, warning and warned a joint omnibus belief filed by the Second Amendment Law Center, the California Rifle and Pistol Association, the gun owners of California, um, they, they simply put, the Fourth Amendment has no gun exemption. So, you, when you, if you're going to allow this, if you're going to allow the police to do this kind of thing, and, the, and and basically the police are just an extension. Okay, this is not a rant on police. The police are just an extension of the government and the the the, the ability to force citizens to, to do certain things, um, which, again, is. It's constitutional as far as, you know, we can have a police and we can have an army and things like this. Um, and, and it's part of law and order, and that's not, a, that's not a bad thing, right? But when you trample on the rights, and these are God-given rights of, of people, and you say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to force these kind of things because it's good for the community, then, then you're going to have some real problems. And if you allow something like this to go through you're definitely going to have some problems because then police can just simply come in and they can take your firearms without any warrant and without any reason uh, whatsoever that uh, that stands uh, you know stands the test so uh it, it continues here it says although the contigula and uh, strom centers um center centers around seizing guns from someone uh, suspected of being suicidal it its reach will be much, much broader. Should the Supreme Court adopt the Biden administration's argument that the Fourth Amendment permits a warrantless seizure of home entry that is reasonably necessary to protect health and safety, such public health and safety concerns could become a, con a pretext for law enforcement. Uh, and and this, this was... Uh, uh, one of the the lawyers that is arguing for the Contigula case, um, the you know the, the report noted that that Justice Neil Gorsuch and this is this is good uh, slammed the idea that government officials could secure so-called administrative warrants as an alternative, asking if the government can just get an administrative warrant to come in to test for illness to check on temperature of the house, uh, whether it's too hot or too cold than what's left of the Fourth Amendment. And he's completely correct in this. If you are uh, going to allow the government to come in for any reason, for, for any reason whatsoever, well, we're, you know, we're, we're going to do a wellness check of your home, make sure it's uh, you know, not too hot or not too cold or whatever the case may be, and then just simply come in and take whatever they want to take, including your firearms, then you have absolutely no Fourth Amendment. What, what good is the Fourth Amendment if you're going to allow the government to come in and do this kind of thing? Uh, that that just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So uh, it's it's looking good. It's looking like the Supreme Court uh, will will come down on the right side of this. Um, but you know, as we know in in, in recent years, 
uh, we can't always guarantee uh, that to be the case. And so uh, I, I would encourage you to pray uh, uh, for this uh, and, and the right thing to be done here. Also, if you want to uh, go ahead and uh, get a hold of your local um, you know, congressman and this type of thing, uh, you know, th- these, these type of um, cases uh, go, are, are becoming more and more frequent. And if we, if we don't stand up for our, our constitutional rights, uh, I mean, I know the Biden administration is also really pushing right now for an assault weapon ban. I mean, whatever assault weapons are, that's a whole nother podcast. So I'm sure we'll get into soon, but, uh, but you know, that they are, they are pushing for these type of things. And this is completely just totally un- unconstitutional, and, but yet they're pushing for them anyway. And so we, we need to push back and we need to make sure that the, that the, the, the rights uh, of, of the citizens and uh, of this country and, and, and all people really, if we, you know, when we get right down to it, these are God given rights. Uh, are not trampled on. So you may uh, you may agree, you may disagree. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, you can do that uh, at uncommonsensepodcast.com. Uh, you can also, uh, you know, obviously go on to Facebook, our Facebook page or Instagram. Uh, lots of ways to, to contact us and we'll uh, go ahead and respond to, to any uh, direct comments that, that we have uh, directed to us. And uh, would love to hear those. And, uh, and if you can, support the po- podcast. We also have on our podcast page, we have uh, in uh, uncommonpodcast.com, we have a whole section where you can get uh, merchandise uh, from the podcast. So anyway, thank you very much for listening.